0: Hello and welcome to the 3 for Thursday podcast from fmi.online. I'm your host Neeti Jain and today's 3 for Thursday is Top 3 Digital Trends in Financial Services. And today my guest is Nitin Mathur who is the CEO of Tavago. Hi Nitin, how are you?
1: Hi Neeti, thanks for having me on the show.
0: Um, thank you very much for taking the time to be on our show today and recording this podcast for us uh, and the video as well. Um, you know um, to give a little background uh, can you give us a little bit more on what Tavago does and what is all this new robo advisory?
1: Sure Niti thanks uh, sir. So Tavago is a SEBI registered investment advisory platform. Broadly we are classified as robo advisory in SEBI's parlance which is online advisor with no human touch point the way we differentiate is that we are online advisors with no human touch point but allocating the uh, uh, the allocation capital allocation only into exchange traded funds
0: okay uh, you have spoken a lot of words uh, already in the first sentence on no human touch uh, disruptions and um, you know robo advisory and uh, electronically traded funds so To give a little bit more background, can you tell us what you have seen a lot of shift in from, you know, a couple years ago in the financial services from, you know, moving more towards digitalization and what's happening more in the industry today?
1: Sure, Niti. Thanks. I think, uh, I mean, I've been a banker for more than two decades now uh, that I've spent time with financial services industry. And I've never seen so much of disruption happening as I've seen in last few years, not only in India, but globally. And if I were to broadly classify it, it would be very simple in, in the form of lending, where we are seeing big disruption from digital lenders coming in and you know offer, offering lending at the last mile of purchase, which is buy now, pay later. You know, that's a very big theme emerging both in India and globally as well. The second biggest disruption is in the form of neo banks and the digital banks in place, where you know the, the new generation banks which are trying to disrupt or partner with legacy bank infrastructures and acquire customers and so on. And the third important is where we are pretty positioned as well as in the capital market space, where people like Tawaga are hustling, you know, to build up a platform and offer like uh, capital market services directly to retail clients uh, for their end goals. Uh, so the space in the fintech universe has been as exciting as we've seen in the past and, uh, both India and the world is gearing up very fast in terms of, you know, some of the changes which are happening right now.
0: So you've already given me my top three uh, points, which is top three digital trends in financial services to take a step back. So you said there's a lot of disruption happening in the lending space. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that?
1: sure so think about it you know in the old school world of lending Niti, you know that uh, we used to sort of approach the bank apply for you know uh, lending requirements and so on and then it used to get get approved in three to five to seven you know sort of uh, days and so on with a lot of banks keep, kept bragging about you know how they've shortened the you know sort of processing time and so on what digital lenders have disrupted you know really in the whole value chain that if you're going for your shopping to any of the e-commerce website this is exactly where suddenly you know you're getting your loans approved there and then and the last mile purchase has become really effective and fast you know so the whole processing time for a week to five days to three days has got reduced to like a few seconds now you know and that's been a really big uh, game changer for a lot of the the, the things that we've seen in the ecosystem both in india as well as uh, globally and that has enabled more like buy now pay later as a very, very major trend which is shaping up in the digital lending space as well
0: so buy now pay later when we go to any e-commerce website is what is the digital in uh, lending space that we are talking about has made the big change so in that case what happens to the kyc uh space you know w- w- does that get uh speeded up as well
1: absolutely you know so the whole idea is uh, just that the time has reduced doesn't mean that the compliance has reduced as well the kyc and every other record has been fetched you know by the, the relevant authorities in the same manner okay. but the time to speed has like uh, really escalated and that's where the processes have like shortened as 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 much as, as they could be in the real world.
0: Thanks Nitin, that makes complete sense. Moving on to the second digital trend that we talk about is in the payment space. Uh, can you elaborate a little bit more on what's happening in that space?
1: Sure. So Niti, uh, I think uh, the biggest disruptor in payment space uh, in India or globally has been something like the UPI, which India revolutionized you know, in terms of uh, building up an infrastructure for easing out payment services and this in turn has actually facilitated last mile transactions you know to billions of transactions happening like literally per month you know basis right now and that has like redefined some of the banking services as well as we've seen in the old world around you know as well but again having said that you know i think the biggest differentiator in the payment space has been uh, the upi which is where india takes a lead you know from the rest of the world and uh, really our banking system has leapfrogged a, a lot because of these services and in turn creating multiple payment companies and, you know, winners in the whole value chain with, uh, with very, very, uh, probably, you know, a, a, a key format is that banks have been like very key partners to fintech enablers here. It's not like that the banks have like, uh, have been left behind or something. Uh, luckily, all the major banks have been able to step up their processes and, you know, we've been able to participate in the whole trend shifting to, you know, pay UPI based payments uh, in the country.
0: Yeah, so making the payments very uh, seamless is the digital new trend that's happened in india in a couple of years with paytm i think google pay upi all of these uh, fintech companies coming up and the third one that you mentioned is robo advisory in the capital market space so i'm very interested in knowing what is this robo advisory
1: Sure, it sounds cool, right?
0: Yeah, it does sound very cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sure. So uh, let me simplify it. You know, uh, beyond the noise, you know, uh, the whole idea for robo-advisory is, you know, how can you disrupt to multiple layers of uh, capital market services, and then you know, offer these services directly to retail clients. Now, think about it. Less than five percent of Indian population at least end up investing in the capital markets as of today. How can this number move from five to forty percent? You know, what is the time frame which it will take? Uh, To move that this is where some of this uh, you know the problems that uh, robo advisory solves is that uh, whole automation of processes have happened in terms of uh, uh, the way a customer is onboarded from kyc to risk profiling to uh, recommending of uh, asset allocation and so on and then you know by leveraging technology it's been offered directly to retail clients so at the heart of is what we have is uh, the analysis you know where at least people like Tawaga, you know, we have sort of have institutional-level capability software running, you know, in the whole background, our analysis running in the background. And on back of that, the advice is uh, given directly to retail clients uh, for execution. Uh, and then, you know, you disrupt multiple layers of, you know, value chain and you make the advice really affordable for last mile of customers uh, who has been like, you know, left behind in the whole sort of financial inclusion game from capital markets perspective, you know, so that's the whole Space, you know, where we are working on.
0: Very interesting. So, what I understand from this is that you have automated algorithms or programs that would advise your retail clients on uh, which ETF to invest in, and the program would automatically do do that without uh, any human intervention. So, does that mean you hire a lot of programmers or uh, technology people for uh, coding this kind of an algorithm?
1: Sure. Uh, so, in terms of the skill set that's there at Tawaga right now, uh, we have team of people who are financial engineers or research analysts like me, coming from that background. We have compliance officers coming from legal background. You know, we have marketing guys coming from pure marketing and digital space background uh, who have done that. And of course, to top it all, you know, there's a team of engineers who work with us day in and day out in terms of automating all these processes that, that flow to, for the end clients as well. So answer your Christian, yes, you know, there are a team of uh, technology uh, background people, you know, who actually work on this space as well. Uh, everybody like understands uh, everything about compliance and finance as much as they need to know as of today.
0: So just to uh, our listeners, uh, FMI does have a lot of modules and pathways built for technology, infrastructure, compliance, students who would like to get into the financial space or in the financial industry, but do not have the finance degree or a financial background, they can learn about our Courses on our website at fmi.online. I would like to thank Nitin now for his time on our podcast today, taking the time to very in explaining these terms to uh, people in very basic language that our uh, listeners can really understand. And, you know, even robo advisory, which does sound so cool, he has explained it in a very basic uh, term that even I can understand. So, thank you, Nitin, for your time today, and uh, thank you to our listeners.
1: Thanks for having us. Thanks a lot.
0: Thanks to the people who have listened to our podcast uh, so far. And a really big thank you to those who have given feedback on some future three for Thursdays that we could do. Please keep them coming in. Drop me a message on LinkedIn or any other contact you have for me. And we'd love your support. And you can do that by rating, reviewing and subscribing to our three for Thursday podcast. Finally, have a look at our free resources at fmi.online. See you next Thursday.